I know you're gonna dig this. Well, let's bloody well hope so, you miserable lot. Hello everyone, I'm Chris, your host of this show, The Lambo Hour. I'm gonna start off by saying thanks for everyone taking a moment out of your lives to listen to this pilot episode of my podcast. It's something I've been debating on putting together for quite some time. Um, the material is going to be really personal, it's going to be raw as well. Um, actually, the main content will be based around general history and pop culture uh, throughout my lifespan, which goes over the last four decades. And what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and attempt to integrate that with my life story. Um, don't know how it will go, but let's give it a crack. Right then, so my aim is to take you through my life's journey up to now. I'm going to give you a world view through my experiences, my perception. I'm going to start from when I was a child in the 80s, right up to the present day adulthood, uh, if you can call it that. I'll discuss some of my, well, most of my main personal memories of me growing up, of my family, my friends. Uh, society around the different decades um, as I remember it and of course I'll touch on world events that have made a direct impact on me um, becoming who I am today so with no further ado let's get this show on the road I hope you're enjoying the sound bites. So let's have a quick backstory, shall we? First of all, I was born in 1980. Um, this was during the Margaret Thatcher years. I was born in North London, England. Um, so my great grandmother actually left, uh, on my dad's side, actually left Cyprus for London in the 1920s. Uh, my dad was raised as a true, true Londoner. He was born in Islington. Uh, my mum moved from Cyprus to London in 1973. I'm the last of three children, um, and I've got a great, but at times, conflicted relationship with the world around me, and especially in the world that we live in today. Um, So you'll discover this as you follow me on this journey of self-expression. Personally speaking, the 80s was a great decade to be born. Um, I'll remember there being such a sense of community amongst some of the neighbors and local people, and also, you know, on the flip side, there was barefaced racism amongst others. Uh, the life we knew as kids, it could be boring at times, but we always found something mischievous to get up to with the other local kids. It was a good time to be alive. So this first season will be the 80s, starting from 1980, going right up to 1989. Of course, my memories won't be vivid from the ages of one up until like three or four. So we're mostly based on um, history. However, at the end of each show, I'll touch on some of the stuff I remember, or I'll give you some introductions to the people that impacted my life. Um, So as life proceeded into the nineties, Things started to shift. Uh, the 91 remember, I remember the 91 recession that happened and it caused a lot of problems. Remember personal friends getting their houses repossessed. It was harsh times. Um, on the political scene, we had the grey man, John Major. He took over after Margaret Thatcher was stabbed in the back. She had to resign. I remember her leaving in the jack from number 10 with tears in her eyes. The old hag. The Berlin Wall came down and um, that, there was the start of Gulf War One. Towards the mid and late 90s, there were many interesting events that I can recall. Uh, for example, Labour leader Tony Blair became Prime Minister in 97. It gave fresh hope to us youngsters. Nationwide, you know, the Conservatives were done. 
um, I finished school and I started studying at the London College of Fashion and then you had the um, the infamous 1999 apocalyptic Notre Dame's prediction oh yeah and Y2K what stands out um, the most for me at the turn of the century was the dot com crash and the election of George W. Bush actually when he took office I really did think we were truly fucked I remember opening up the Sun newspaper in the centre spread had the pictures of all the people he had executed um, honestly it was nothing compared to Trump in today anyway we'll go into that as we're going through the seasons um, and then of course we had 9-11 uh, and for me it was a very big life-changing experience um, watching it happen uh, the event and events thereafter um, from there we had the birth of social media and I had great experiences and bad experiences with social media personally I'll talk about those in later seasons and it's you know we saw for example we saw the, the start of social media sites like Facebook and Face Party no one probably remembers them we had chat groups uh, MSN chat and then we had MySpace all of that was in the early noughties mobile phone technology started advancing around this time and that for me personally I believe altered the evolution of humanity forever last but not least I'll talk about conspiracies along the way um, always fascinated me and how they might be linked into life we, we think we live now oh yeah that's right So, the year is 1980. And now for our feature presentation. Yeah, he took it, he took his time there saying that, didn't he? Jesus. It's 1980. The world population is 4.4 billion. Um, world politics is pretty fucked, to be honest with you. Some of the heads of state had names of which make James Bond villains sound like puppies in comparison. Uh, so some of the pigs, and I will call them pigs because they are and they always will be, some of the pigs on this list were put in power by the West or due to Western aggression sometime through history. Um, those that caught my attention um, as I was starting to understand things, you know, watching the news and television with my family, those that caught my attention as a child um, oh, spitting image heavily influenced me as well. I was politically, how can I say, inclined to understand who they were from spitting image late in the late in the late eighties. But we'll come to that. Um, some of these these lot, these motley crew, Ronald Reagan. Actually, he wasn't too bad. He could talk the talk. He was quite a nice man, but he was off his head. Um, oh, his nemesis, Colonel Muammar Gaddafi. Jesus, uh, Maggie Thatcher. Prince Rainer III of Monaco, he was a dodgy geezer. We had Fidel Castro, um, King Hussein of Jordan, very nice man, very, very nice man. Kim Il-sung, the, the grandfather of Kim Jong-un, Augusto Pinochet, Saddam Hussein, Ayatollah Khomeini, Queen Beatrix of Holland, Robert Mugabe, Pierre Trudeau of Canada, uh, Hafez al-Sassad, um, I swear these lot they sound like bosses from some arcade game at the end of an arcade game you get the, the bosses oh, I don't know they just all sound dodgy don't they so you get yeah exactly 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 um, and if I'm honest with you all of whom I associate with a worldwide conspiracy I'll likely touch upon it as we pass through the years and the events but I'm not going to bore you too much with it because life is for living. Yep, you're done though. We're about to run the track, I tell you.
Yes, 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 yes. So into January we go. So in January, what you had was the global positioning system time begins. Okay, so GPS comes into play. Uh, the president, the the president of Sicily, Pier Santini Mattarella, is killed by the mafia. Popped, popped, popped. Yeah, damn right. Um, the London gold fixing it hits its highest price ever. Adjusted for inflation, eight hundred and fifty dollars an ounce. $850 an ounce, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, where are we? Oh, here's a good one. Israel and Egypt. They established diplomatic relations. Fair play to them. We have... We have the Canadian. Oh, fucking hell, who's texting me? The Canadian caper. This was an operation. Six United States diplomats. They were actually posing as Canadians. They managed to escape from Tehran as they board a flight to Zurich, Switzerland, on Swiss Air. We'll talk about the um, the hostage siege from '79 a little bit later in the episode. In the UK, over 90,000 steel workers, they went on strike. The first steel workers to go on strike since 1926. Margaret Thatcher, Wagwan. Let's get ready to rumble! Oh, Michael Buffer. So, Salvador Sanchez becomes WBC World Featherweight Champion of the World. It's a 14th round knockout victory over Danny Lopez. Nigel Short is 14, he's a 14 year old boy. Nigel Short he becomes the youngest chess player to be awarded the degree of international master. He fucking smashed it. Um, the, the British record TV audience for a film is set. 23 million viewers tune in to ITV to watch James Bond live and let die. Listen, the 80s were great. They were great for um, James Bond movies. You've got to love it. You've got to love it. Shaken, not stirred. Pink Floyd, they went to number one in the UK with the song titled Another Brick on the Wall. We don't need no education. While in the US, Michael Jackson steals the show with his number one smash hit. I wanna rock with you all night. Yeah, man. Um, also in this month, BET, Black Entertainment Television, is launched. Um, oh, okay. A brand new sitcom called Heidi Hyde debuts on BBC One. Ah, here's one I like. The Rubik's Cube. It makes its international debut at the British Toy and Hobby Fair in Earl's Court. Bunch of happy kids, innit? The Internationalist is released by Nike. This is the trainer that brings us into the golden age of crepes, for sure. 1980s started it. This trainer, it becomes synonymous with the movie The Breakfast Club uh, later on in the decade. So this is the start of the golden age of trainers. Also in this month, Jensen Button is the British race driver. He's born, as well as the Spanish footballer Xavi. So that's January for you. February, hard oh dear. February, February, February. In February, ACDC frontman Bon Scott dies after a night of heavy drinking in London. God rest his soul. All right, mate. The United States Olympic hockey team, they defeat the Soviet Union in the semi-finals of the Winter Olympics. It is, is what becomes known as, yeah, the miracle on ice. Ah, here's one. 
the Doobie Brothers. They've won the Grammy. They've won the Grammy Award for the tune of the year. The classic, What a Fool Believes. Oh my God, what a tune that is. Um, the movie, American Gigolo, is released, starring Richard Gere in his first lead role. It earns 52.7 million at the box office. Jesus. Um, the Manchester United chairman, uh, Lewis Edwards, he dies from a heart attack weeks after being investigated by BBC's World in Action for financial discrepancies. Ain't that Martin Edwards' is that? <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, the demon spawn, Chelsea Clinton is born, daughter of the future US President Bill Clinton and US former US Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that's probably the sound that she made when she came out of her mum. The debut of Play Your Cards Right on ITV with Bruce Forsyth as the host representing Edmonton N9. That's right, the debut in 1980. Bruce Forsyth's from Edmonton, you know, if you didn't. Yeah, he's a G. He's a G. He's a G. He's a G. So, anyway, moving on. The Born Identity is published. So, it's a book originally. I didn't know that until I did my research. Um, it's a spy fiction thriller that tells the story of Jason Bourne, a man with remarkable survival abilities who has retrograded amnesia. The novel was the basis for the script. That's right, the script of the 2002 movie starring Matt Damon. Damon. What? Matt Damon. Oh, okay. <laughs> March. So we're into March now. Pierre Trudeau returns to office as Prime Minister of Canada. Um, it's a punk. Yeah, that's, that's what we think of politicians here. Um, what do you call it? The Soviet Union's first rock music. So it's 1980 and they had their first rock music festival. <laughs> oh God, man. Jimmy Carter announces that the United States will be boycotting the 1980 Summer Olympics in Moscow because of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan four months later, earlier. Well, don't see the point in that, but whatever. Ah, here we go. That's what we think of Jimmy Carter. What's the point in doing that? X-Files can only mean one thing. The Georgia Guidestones are erected in Elbert County, Georgia. So these Guidestones had 10 instructions and I'll go through them. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. What the actual fuck? Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Okay. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Well, we're going to start all walking around talking in tongue. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Okay. Number five, Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Who wrote this? Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Are you sure about this? Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Okay, that's it for most politicians then. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Um, mind is gone by now. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Uh huh. And number ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. What are you on about? Who was? What were they smoking crack when they put these things up? Who wrote them? Anyway, moving on. Silver Thursday market crash occurs in the United States. Silver Thursday market crash occurs. <laughs> uh, 
If you don't know the theme tune, go home. Yeah, you got it. Dallas airs the episode House Divided, which led to eight months of international intrigue regarding who shot JR. Who shot who did shoot JR? Who shot JR? Early March sees Blondie take number one. Oh, did we go into March without me realising? Oh, I beg my pardon. Early March sees Blondie. She took she takes number one in the UK with her song Atomic. While the back end of the month also sees the jam take top spot with the tune Going Underground. Okay. Uh, Ronaldinho, the Brazilian footballer, is born. Okay, so we're into April now. We're right into April. And the United States serves diplomatic relations with Iran again um, and imposes economic sanctions again. Following the taking of American hostages on November the fourth, nineteen seventy-nine. Okay. The governments of Spain and the United Kingdom they actually agree to reopen the border between Gibraltar and Spain in nineteen eighty-five. So it's agreed in nineteen eighty to be opened in nineteen eighty-five, and it's been closed since nineteen sixty-nine. It's quite interesting. Blondie here she comes again. She goes to number one. So she was number one last month, and now she's number one again with um, the tune Call Me. Call Me! <laughs> yeah. Iron Maiden debuts uh, with their self-titled album, Iron Maiden. And it's released in the UK first before anywhere else. Zimbabwe gains independence from the United Kingdom, from the imperialists. Robert Mugabe becomes Prime Minister. Okay. And we all know what happened with Robert Mugabe. Oh dear. So. <laughs> doesn't sound too good, does it? Operation Eagle Claw. A commando mission in Iran. To rescue American embassy hostages is aborted. So this is aborted after mechanical problems ground the rescue helicopters. Eight United States troops are killed in a mid-air collision during the failed operation. What the flip? So we go um, Operation Nimrod six. Iranian-born terrorists take over the Iranian embassy in London. SAS retakes the embassy on May the fifth. One terrorist survives. I'm sure some of you will remember this. For the young, for the younger lot, you just need to YouTube to see what happened. Yeah, I know. Um, Queen Juliana of the Netherlands, she abdicates, and her daughter Beatrix accedes to the throne. A few moments later, in the old Division 1, um, Arsenal beat Tottenham 2-1 at White Hart Lane. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. It was for the years, I tell ya. Punks. Alton Towers opens for the first time in Staffordshire. The Corkscrew, Roller Coaster, the Pirate Ship and the Alpine Bobsleigh Ride are key attractions. You might um, remember the Alpine Bobsleigh Ride with Diana and the boys going down it and getting soaked wet and the paparazzi taking lo loads of pictures. <coughs> yeah, that's what we thought. That's what we thought. Um, 52nd Academy Awards were held this month where the movie Kramer vs. Kramer won Best Picture as well as winning another five awards. <laughs> yeah, woohoo, woohoo. Ah, this is the month where the movie Where the Buffalo Roam is released. It stars Bill Murray 
and it's him as the controversial journalist Hunter S. Thompson. It was a flop, um, but later in life, Bill would be quoted as saying, I rented a house in LA with a guest house that Hunter lived in. I'd work all day and stay up all night with him. I was strong in those days. I took on another personnel that was tough to shake. I still have Hunter in me. Yes, okay. So, not a bad film if you like cult movies. Ah, here's a shame. Hawaii Five-O airs for the last time um, in the USA. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, that's enough of that. Canon Tatum, uh, the American actor and model, I guess. He's born. So we're moving into May now. May. May. The World Health Organization confirms the eradication of smallpox. Six million years to die. Choose one. Well, it won't be smallpox anymore. Here we go. About... That Urban Renaissance is an article by a journalist called Dan Rottenberg in Chicago. It contains the first recorded word, sorry, the first recorded use of the word yuppie. <laughs> Joke things. <laughs> Unfortunately, we see the death of Yugoslav President Josip Broz Tito. The largest state funeral in history is organized with state delegations from 128 different countries. Um, so it's quite a big funeral. He must have been a real good leader. So now it's time for an intermission because my mouth is getting dry. Okay, thanks for that. So we're still in the merry month of May and we are now on with Paul Giddell. He's convicted of second degree murder. Check this out. Check this out. This geezer is convicted of second degree murder in 1911. He's released from prison in Beacon, New York after 68 fucking years and 245 days. The longest ever time served by an inmate. The fuck, man. Yeah, that shit is gangster. That shit is real gangster. Okay, so it can only mean one thing Babylon. The American mobster Henry Hill is arrested for drug possession. Henry Hill is the guy, um, that rats out everyone in the movie Goodfellas, if you remember. Okay, so, moving on, we have the 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens volcano in Washington state. It kills 57 and causes three billion in damage. You should really check out the clips on YouTube, it's nuts. Now then, this is a good one. The Empire Strikes Back. 
Ah, shit. The Empire Strikes Back is released in the United States, sending fans of the franchise absolutely spastic ballistic. Yeah, I don't know if I can use that word spastic. Oh, shit. It ends up being the highest grossing film of the year. Check this out. 1980, yeah? It earned 400 million worldwide on an 18 million dollar budget. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like Chewbacca. He's chinging that 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 coinage. Oh, what can that is? What is that? What? Ah, Friday the Thirteenth. Okay, here we go again. Friday the Thirteenth is released. Okay. Oh my God, is he here? It kicks off the golden era of 80s horror movies. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I loved 80s horror movies. You cannot beat them. It grossed 59 million worldwide and it gave notoriety to Jason, the hockey mask wearing, machete welding serial killer. It's a good film. 80s was a great decade for horrors. You should definitely go back and check them out. <laughs> only mean one thing pac-man baby the best-selling arcade game of all time is released by namco in japan sending kids across the planet fucking bonkers also in 1980 the u.s in 98 in the u.s alone in the u.s the, the arcade video game industry revenue generated from quarter cents quarters coins it tripled to 2.2.8 billion 2.8 billion Perfect. Too right. Oh, here we go. Liverpool FC win the Football League title for the 12th time. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Second Division West Ham United win the FA Cup with a 1-0 victory over Arsenal, my team. In the f I'm just doing this because I don't want to be too, be too biased. Uh, in the final at Wembley Stadium with a goal from Trevor Brooking. Yeah, well. Four days later, Arsenal lose 5-4 on penalties to Valencia in the Cup Winners' Cup final. Yeah, well, whatever. Steven Gerrard is born this month. And here we are. We're, we're now in June. We're now in June. And it's the first 24-hour uh, news channel is is launched cable news network cnn you are fake news would some would say yeah some would say yeah i don't think i am but anyway the african national congress in south africa publishes a call to fight for their imprisoned leader nelson mandela so you know he's been in jail for a long time and they're trying to get people to understand his situation Italy hosts the UEFA um, Euro 1980 Championship Tournament, which is won by West Germany. And this is also the month that Alexandra Palace burns down for a second time. Tim Berners-Lee begins work on Inquirer, the system that will eventually lead to the creation of the World Wide Web in 1990. Okay, this is a bit of a mouthful, but I'll give it a shot. Vigdis Finbogadotia is elected president of Iceland, making her the first woman democratically elected as head of state. Okay. Oh, can only mean one thing. Roberto Duran, hands of stone. Roberto Duran, hands of stone, conquers the WBC World Weltweight title defeating Sugar Ray Leonard by a unanimous decision over 15 rounds in Montreal, Canada. Guan, Robbie Duran. <coughs> the cult classic Blues Brothers is released this month, starring Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Later in life, the movie would be declared a Catholic classic by the Vatican well 
seen as a movie about two men saving a Catholic orphanage doesn't surprise me considering what they... <laughs> I don't think the kids would be laughing. Anyway, moving on. Queen released their eighth studio album, The Game. Notable tracks on this album being another one made for dust and another one made. So, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, that reached number that reaches number one in the US and crazy little thing called love. Again, another another smash hit. Venus Williams, the American tennis player, is born. Into July we go, and Pope John Paul II visits Brazil, so he pops over to Brazil. Seven people are crushed to death in the crowd meeting, greeting him. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Well, I guess God couldn't help him. The former Turkish Prime Minister Nihat Irim is killed by two gunmen in Istanbul, Turkey. So he's murked. How are you coming first? Why are you fucking coming first? The 1980s Summer Olympics are held in Moscow, Soviet Union. 82 countries boycott the games. Why are you doing that? Uh, athletes from 16 of them participate under a neutral flag. Ha! <laughs> Gay! Well. China's population hits one billion people. One billion. 1980. They get to one billion. And what are they at now? Three and a half, four? Okay, in sports, Arsenal signed Clive Allen for 1.25 million from QPR, Queen's Park Rangers. Before he even kicks a ball for the Gunners, he's swapped for Kenny Sampson of Crystal Palace. Bit dodgy to me, but okay. If that's how we're doing business back then, no problem. Gunners also say a sad farewell to um, legends Liam Brady and Pat Rice. Fuck. The movie Caddyshack is released, starring Rodney Dangerfield and Bill Murray. It earns a reputation as one of the comedies of the year, one of the comedies of the year. And actually, it's one of my personal all-time favourites. The comedian Pete Sellers dies at the age of 54 from a heart attack, which was quite sad as well. I liked Pete Sellers. He was excellent in the Pink Panther movies. Um, you know, real good com comedian, straight comedy, you know, none of this nonsense. Uh, Jessica Simpson is born, American singer, and Giselle um, Bunchen. The Brazilian supermodel was born. So we're going to August now, and Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe joins the United Nations. So that's a good thing. Then this happens. Dorothy Stratton, the 1980 Playboy Playmate of the Year, is murdered by her estranged husband. Paul Leslie Schneider, who subsequently commits suicide, the fucking pussy. Excuse me. Excuse me. In one of aviation's worst disasters, 301 people are killed when Saudi the Saudi Arabian flight 163 catches fire in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Very sad. 300 people is a lot. That is a lot. That was sad. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! Too right, my man. Tommy the Hitman Hearns becomes WBA World Weltweight Champion, knocking out Pepino Cuvaz in two rounds in Detroit. 
So you can start to see the Fab Four starting to um, come together, which is Roberto Duran, Tommy Hitman Hearns, Marvelous Marvelin Hagler, and Sugar Ray Leonard. So it's starting to form. Burt Reynolds and Dom Dulles is um, are back at Smokey and the Bandit 2. To the adoration of fans from the first film, it grosses it grosses 126 million. Was a good film to be fair. So Larry Levan, he starts to make a name for himself as a resident DJ at the Paradise Garage. Later on in the in the decade, his knack of mixing soul and funk together at higher tempo gives birth to the house and garage sound. My man, Larry Levan. We'll be talking about him in um, later episodes. Larry Levan was an innovator in underground music. Um, Spoonie G and the Treacherous Free released the track The New Rap Language on the B-side of Spoonie's track titled Love Rap effectively seeing in the golden age of rap and hip-hop baby oh yeah. oh yeah so we're getting things are coming into place golden age of trainers, crepes um, 80s, 80s horror movie actually for me it was golden age of movies anyway um, so things are starting to mould into place and as we continue through the episodes uh, we'll, you know I'll, I'll be talking more and more about my favourite stuff of what went on and this is just moulding it ABBA okay ABBA takes number one spot with the winner takes it all David Bowie takes over at the end of the month um, with Ashes to Ashes that's a tune Bowie's interviewed years later and admits that um, it was just he was just wrapping up the 70s with this track and the video um, which probably was the most iconic one of the most iconic videos of the 80s it cost 250 grand to make so it was a lot of money Macaulay Culkin is born this month um we grow fond of him 10 years later in the movies which is you know, Home Alone and stuff so we're moving into September now so <laughs> shit now what is it Can you know, the feds are at it again Mafia boss uh, Paulie Castellano allegedly orders the murder of his former son-in-law Frank Amato. He's a hijacker and a minor criminal. Amato had physically abused his wife Connie Castellano, Paul's daughter. You know, you, you can't be fucking around with a with a boss's daughter like that. Um, so he, they were married, and he was knocking her around. He ends up in a body bag. According to the FBI documents, um, Gambino soldier Roy DeMio murdered Amato, cut up his body, and disposed of the remains at sea. So, you're swimming where the fish is. Here we go again. Kanan Evren stages a military coup in Turkey. It stops political gang violence, but begins stronger state violence, leading to the execution of many young activists. Bulet Ulusu, the ex-admiral, forms the new government of Turkey, the 44th government, composed mostly of technocrats. Brilliant. Not a good month. Not a good month. Not a good month. The Command Council of Iraq orders its army to deliver its fatal blow on Iranian military targets, initiating the Iran-Iraq war. It went on for almost 10 years and over a million people died in this war it's not spoken about much um, but not good very bad Oktoberfest um, is held this month in Germany I know it's September but whatever uh, 13 people are killed in a bombing and 211 are injured 
its right-wing terror attack in Munich and so that's actually really sad regarding the technology digital equipment corporation Intel and Xerox introduced the DIX standard for Ethernet which is the first implementation outside of Xerox and the first to support 10 megabit speeds per second Joseph Jerome, Jerry Scalazzi and a colleague Arthur Rachel, Arthur Rachel, <laughs> these guys, man, they undertook a 3.6 million jewel robbery in broad daylight at Graff's jewelry store in London's busy Knightsbridge area, stealing the 45 carat Marlboro diamond, along with many other jewels as well. Uh, the heist, check this, the heist lasted about one minute. Before and during the robbery, before and during the robbery, Scalazzi and Rachel made little effort to hide their identities. Clowns, clowns. Uh, Rachel renting the getaway car in his own name. Um, and the men stayed at the Royal Mount um, Hotel. Are you sure about this? It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. They, yeah, they fucked up. They really fucked up. Idiots, idiots, man. So, you just heard the bell, so we're going again. Yep, that's right. This is marvellous Marvin Hagler becoming the world middleweight champion, scoring a technical knockout over Alan Minter on cuts in three rounds. This is held in London. The boxers then have to be protected by police from rioting Minter fans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get over here! Yeah, you're done though. Um, Samuel Peters, the Nigerian Nightmare, is born this month. T.I. is also born, the American rapper. And Martina Hignes, the Swiss tennis player. So now we move into October. To those waiting with bated breath for that favourite media catchphrase, the U-turn, I have only one thing to say. U-turn if you want to. Yeah, whatever. Margaret Thatcher makes her famous The Ladies Not For Turning speech. The Conservative Party conference after the MPs warned that her policies are responsible for rising unemployment. She was on a warpath. She was on a warpath. The Ladies Not For Turning. Yeah, well, you fucked a lot of people's lives up, mate. And I know you're dead, but... You know, history will remember you for certain things, and I'm not let, gonna let you get away with it, even if you're dead or not. Okay, so here we go again. This is for Margaret Thatcher as well, by the way. Cow, pat, cow, shit. Um. Oh, here we go. Is an interesting one. Elizabeth II makes history by becoming the first British monarch to make a state visit to the Vatican. <sighs> English rock band The Police released their third studio album, Zenyatta Mondata. Reza Pavlavi. Eldest son of the Sarvaran proclaims himself the rightful successor to the peacock throne. Hollywood. Hollywood interviewer Rona Barrett. She interviews a 34 year old Donald Trump in an unaired un clip you can find online. An unaired clip of that interview. She asks him pointedly whether he would ever consider running for president. And he tells her a straight no, as it's a mean life, and that all he wishes is that the US is respected, treated fairly, and that the politicians running the country do their jobs properly. Uh-oh, retard alert! Retard alert! Fucking right in the pussy! You are fake news. <laughs> oh, Shiza. Shiza. Here we go, here we go. You know what time it is? Larry Holmes. 
Now, this is uh, this is quite dear to my heart. This one, Larry Holmes retains his WBC World Heavyweight crown with an 11th round TKO over Muhammad Ali. Uh, this fight is seen by many as one of the most despicable events in the history of the sport. Ali had been in hospital getting treatment for a good portion of months before the fight, and it has been alleged that. Don King made him fight to pay, back, pay, pay him back for the hospital bills. For me, this tarnishes, um, what's his name, Larry Holmes, his whole career, how he beat upon him. He, and he knew he weren't well, and he knew he was sick, and how he beat upon him, it was a travesty. <laughs> Chicken. That's what he was, it's a chicken. It's a chicken, man. Fuck Larry Holmes. Fuck Larry Holmes. Um. <laughs> Where am I? Okay, Alan Jones. Driving a Williams Ford, became the first Australian to win the World Championship in F1 since Jack Brab Brabham in 1966. The season saw major change of guard, also with the debuts of future world champions Alain Prost and Nigel Nigel Mansell. Hadouken. Yeah, yeah, it was a Hadouken. It was a Hadouken. Okay, this. Some of you will remember this film. Some of you might not, but it was funny as fuck. Private Benjamin. It's released this month, and it makes Goldie Hawn uh, the comedic darling of Hollywood. The film is ranked 82 on the American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Laughs lists. It's a great film. Really do suggest watching it if you just want, you know, a little bit of a pick me up. Singing the police are number one with the song Don't Stand So Close To Me. Um, the lyrics are loosely based on Sting's experiences as a um, secondary school teacher, a pupil that had a crush on him. Oh, and Heathcliff, Heathcliff debuts. Great cartoon. Thomas Rosiski, the Arsenal player, is born. Uh, Shante, the American singer, is, is born. Uh, I don't know why I put this one in here. Kim Kardashian, the nobody but really famous and rich for nothing, is born. Um, Monica, here we go, the beautiful singer, is also born. The 1980 United States presidential election, Republican challenger and former governor, actually former actor originally, um, and former governor of California, Ronald Reagan defeats the incumbent Democratic president, Jimmy Carter, to become the 40th president-elect of the United States. One year after the beginning of the, Iran the Iranian hostage crisis, so, it's literally a year after the Iranian hostage crisis, Jimmy Carter is done, Ronald Reagan's in. Toasting! The Voyager program. NASA space probe Voyager 1 makes its closest approach to Saturn uh, when it flies within 77,000 miles of the planet's cloud tops and sends the first high resolution images to, of the world back to scientists on earth actually that deserves another toasty 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 the first annual um, children in need charity appeal is organised by the BBC so that was good the BBC
the no mass fight. Sugar Ray Leonard regains the WBC World Welterweight title with an eighth round knockout of Roberto Hands of Stone. Roberto Hands of Stone Duran, um, who quits inexplicably, leading to many rumours. So he just stopped. He was fighting and he just stops fighting. He says, no mass, no mass. It was a good year for boxing in general. Um, Martin Scorsese's biopic Raging Ball debuts, starring Robert De Niro as Jake LaMotta. It earns a critical, a critical acclaim um, and it wins two Academy Awards the, the following year. Oh, here we go. Chaz and Dave, they released the song Rabbit, 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 which is a massive hit. The title of the track being derived from Cockney rhyming slang, Rabbit and Pork, meaning to talk. Both born and raised in Edmonton, North London, N9 and 18. But sadly, fuck the Tottenham fans for the sins. The song reached number eight in the charts and it becomes their first top ten hit. Good for the boys, good for the boys. Keep Edmonton on the map. What's this now? Oh my god. It's that time again. Record number of viewers tune in to the soap opera Dallas to learn who shot the lead character J.R. Ewing. The Who Shot JR event is an international obsession. Who did shoot JR? That's a good question. Who shot JR? Here we go. What happens now? Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Blondie's smashing it. This this is Blondie's year, you know. 1980 turns out to be her year for sure. With another number one hit, this time it's the track title, The Tide Is High. The tide is high and I'm not the kind of girl. What a tune. Ryan Gosling's born as well, but who cares. So we're into December now. December. More bloodshed, more gunshot. More gunshot. A missionary, um, Jean Donovan, and three Roman Catholic nuns, Maura Clark, Ita Ford, Dorothy Cazell, all Americans, are murdered cold-bloodedly by a military death squad in El Salvador while doing charity work during the country's civil war. Fucking wankers, man. Fucking hell, more gunshot. <sighs> very sad English musician John Lennon is murdered outside the Dakota in New York City by the MK Ultra tool Mark David Chapman thousands of music fans hold a 10 minute Virgil in Liverpool for John Lennon now trust me when I say this and I don't say it likely but John Lennon was doing things um, to the conscious mind um, people were listening and paying attention and trust me this guy Mark David Chapman Definitely was an MK Ultra. Uh, definitely, hundred percent. Don't business. Don't business. Okay. Lots of conspiracies happening this month. The October surprise conspiracy theory refers to an alleged plot to influence the outcome of the United of the 1980 United States presidential election. The first printed instance of the October Surprise Conspiracy Theory has been attributed to a story in December the 2nd, 1980 issue of the Executive Intelligence Review. One of the leading national issues during 1980 was the release of 52 Americans being held hostage in Iran since November the 4th, 1979. Reagan won the election. Okay. On the day of his inauguration, so we're going into the future a little bit, but on the day of his inauguration, in fact, 20 minutes after he concluded his inauguration address, the Islamic Republic of Iran announced the release of the hostages. The timing gave rise to an alleged, alleged 
an sorry, excuse me, an allegation that representatives of Reagan's presidential campaign had conspired with Iran to delay the release until after the election to thwart President President Carter from pulling off an October surprise. According to the allegation, the Reagan administration subsequently rewarded Iran for its participation in the plot by supplying Iran with weapons via Israel and by unblocking Iranian government monetary assets in the US banks. Dodge. Very, very, very dodge. Very, very dodgy. So if you didn't understand that, in a nutshell, the hostages could have been released and Jimmy Carter might have won the presidential election. Possibly. Again? Again? Now what? Okay, this is quite relative. A UFO is allegedly sighted near RAF Woodbridge. This and its subsequent sightings would be part of what was later known as the Rendlesham Forest Incident, the most well-known UFO incident to occur in Britain. Interesting stuff. Very interesting. So, Karl Donitzt, former German naval admiral and the last head of state of, the Nazi, of Nazi Germany, dies at his home in Um in West Germany of a heart attack at the age of 89 so he actually took over after Hitler had died and you know he picked up the last remnants of the Third Reich that's what I think of that too ah dear Christmas Hollywood seeds in the festive season with a bang Flash Gordon Popeye, Stir Crazy, and 9 to 5, to name a few, come out this month for the feel-good factor. TVAM is awarded the first ever breakfast TV contract and is set to go on air by 1983. Oh, and Magnum PI debuts in the USA. The UK Christmas number one is Grandma, We Love You, by St. Winnie Fred's School Choir. While in the US, John Lennon is celebrated posthumously by going to number one for the first time with the song Just Like Starting Over. The number one selling Christmas toy is the Rubik's Cube, selling over 350 million pieces, making it one of the best selling toys of all time. Also, Walter Wilde wins the WRC or championship. John Terry, the English footballer, is born as well as Christina Aguilera. Um, oh, and this is also the month I am born. I was born on December the 27th of this year, to be exact. And my mum, whose name is Aphrodite, named after the goddess of love, as she's from the birthplace of God, the goddess of love, Paphos. She's a sewing machinist and he's just recently turned uh, 30 years of age. And she's a mother of two, heavily pregnant, due to give birth to me anytime. Gives birth to me on December the 27th. My sister is Stella and my brother is Costas. Uh, Aphrodite is an immigrant from Cyprus, forced to move abroad as moral support for her closest um, sibling. Hamla or Dula, Dula, uh, who sadly loses an eye in an accident while working the land in their home village in Cyprus, back in Cyprus. It's been decided for her by the family that it is best to move away in order for her to have a better chance of meeting someone to settle down with and start a family. They they moved to Cyprus. Um, sorry, they moved to London, and um, events unfold, and they are both forced into arranged marriages. Um, my mum marries 
a man called Charlie and my auntie marries a man called Jerry, respectively. Uh, both men are quite young at this time and um, they're substance abusers. How heavy they were in 1980, I don't know, I can't tell you, but um, both the sisters subsequently become victims of domestic violence throughout their marriages. These early years, of course, are very vague um, for me, you know, so I can't give you too much detail. Uh, my first clear memories, as I said uh, at the start, uh, about four or five years later. So for this half of the season, it's going to be quite light. Um, I'll be sharing more about people and places that... Uh, eventually have an impact on me um, hopefully this gives you a better picture of the environment I grew up in and the influences I had around me um, of course as my memories become more lucid uh, it will get a bit more detailed which is from about the ages of five onwards so that's pretty much it for the first episode um, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen please this is a pilot episode um, critique it as you wish um, it's the reason why I'm choosing selected people to listen uh, you know I'd like to know about my delivery um, how I came across it was I too loud was I um, too disorganized was the content boring did it sound like I was uh, you know, reading from a script or was it improvised? So all of these things matter to me and um, hopefully I'll see you in 1981 if it's worth it. Okay, take care now.